Welcome to Fruitbox, Fruitnet's series of conversations about the fresh fruit and vegetable business with me, Chris White. Each week, I talk down the line from here in London with people from across the world of fresh produce about some of the biggest issues they face today. I want these 15-minute conversations twice a week to give you the best insight into how to do better business in fresh fruits and vegetables. Now, today on Fruitbox, I want to talk about apples. Of course, they're a favourite fresh fruit everywhere in the world, and apples have come into particular focus during this coronavirus crisis. It seems shoppers are choosing fruits they know and like, especially if they've got a longer shelf life. If this is true, then what does it tell us about the concerns of today's shoppers, and will these concerns be here to stay? Joining me on Fruitbox today to answer these and other questions is Hannes Tauber. Hannes is the marketing manager of Fulk, the largest single grower and marketer of apples in Europe. It's a 75-year-old association of cooperatives of almost 5,000 growers who every year produce more than 600,000 tonnes of apples in the South Tyrol, in the far northeast of Italy. Hannes, hi, welcome to Fruitbox. Thank you very much, Chris. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Now, every one of us knows that old saying of an apple a day keeps the doctor away. It's become particularly relevant, I think, in, in recent weeks, and not just for apples, of course, for fresh fruits and vegetables in general. Now, you've at Folk been doing a lot of consumer research over the last few weeks into the impact of COVID-19. Now, let's start with the shoppers themselves. You, you've seen some very marked changes here, haven't you, Hannes? That is correct, Chris. We have uh, seen a numerous changes in the past weeks. Uh, we have seen an overall increase of fruit and vegetables, um, especially on those products, uh, as you mentioned before, that can be stored at home, like apples, but uh, also higher demand on packed fruit and vegetables, um, depending on weeks up to 20%. Um, we also have seen an increase in organic sales and a change in consumer behavior. I can tell you a little bit about what we have uh, seen in Italy, where people tend to go shopping alone uh, with a prepared shopping list. Uh, they want to be quick and buy only the essential. Uh, at the same time, they buy less often, but they buy more. We um, see that e-commerce online trade is gaining market share. There's also local supermarkets and recently also restaurants uh, started offering home delivery. Trending topics that we have seen during uh, the past few weeks was um, apart food safety, also a healthy lifestyle. Uh, people want to stay fit at home. Uh, they cook at home. They try to eat healthier. Now, uh, in terms of how you, uh, as it were, group consumers, there are different groupings you've found, different kind of designations you've given to consumer groups. Is, is that right? Yes, correct. We have seen a different approach, uh, different reactions from consumers uh, during this crisis or during this situation. Uh, there are those who, who want to go back to normality as quickly as possible, uh, those who show solidarity towards others and uh, try to help wherever they can, uh, those who search for an escape. For example, they watch more television, they, pay, uh, they play online games. Um, those who try to keep safe at all costs and uh, prevent risks, and also those who are uh, worried due to their difficult uh, financial situation and due to the changes of uh, COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Then there are those who are 
proactive during the situation by trying to get fit at home uh, to e-learning. What we also have seen is, especially during the beginning of uh, COVID-19, when Italy was uh, hit very hard, we saw that consumers were worried about uh, product availability in the, in the stores at the shelves. Um, what we tried to do and what was our first uh, intention was to put safety measures in our packing houses and sharing also this information with our partners and uh, producers internationally to cooperate and also guarantee the free movement of goods. Um, and all those actions helped to ensure the food supply for consumers and take away a little bit this, this fear that was perceived, especially at the beginning, for a shortage on food supply. Now, um, uh, you, you've talked about these different groupings as you see them of consumers. What, what changes have you seen to their purchasing habits? How are they buying their fruits and vegetables these days? Well, what we have seen and experienced in, in Italy is something that was very similar also in, in other European countries and internationally. The market research shows that there was a shift in purchasing preferences, for example, uh, where consumers buy and where they want to buy their fresh fruits and vegetables. There we saw that supermarkets and uh, discounts saw a large increase, uh, while uh, street vendors and farmers markets uh, showed a strong decrease due to this uh, situation. And uh, what consumers were really looking for was a fast and um, one-stop shopping solution. Uh, due to the lockdown and the social distancing, they obviously also spend most of their time uh, at home. And what did this mean, the fact that so many shoppers are at home and they're spending as little time in the store as possible? What, what does this mean for the way in which you've tried to communicate with consumers? What, what changes have you made there? It was a completely new situation. Uh, for us, but also for the consumers, the retailers, everybody involved in the in the supply chain. People spend their time at home. They don't go out. They are not at work. They don't go and spend time in the supermarket. So also the communication and how you reach the consumers obviously did change and uh, had a big impact in the in the past few weeks. Communication is very important for brands, especially also in the fruit and vegetable segment. Um, but even more important than communicating is uh, finding the right approach. You need to give uh, reassurance to consumers and uh, stay close to them. Staying close to them means also to reach them where they are. Um, you should not sound commercial or promotional, but uh, you need to pay attention to, to new attitudes, to their feelings, to new consumer behaviors as well. What we try to do is we try to stay close to the consumer because brands have, have a voice and strong brands communicate a, another value. Mm. As you know, we as folk are part of a number of brands in the, in the Apple sector, like um, from Pink Lady to Kansi to Envy or Jazz. But um, I can give you the example of our brand Marlene, where during COVID-19, we adapted our international uh, media campaign and um, we changed also the way we communicated so when we initially talked about I am Marlene daughter of the Alps telling the story behind the apple uh, we adapted the communication to we are Marlene strong together and we wanted to show and give a sign of um, 
valorizing the entire food chain. This means that when we want to tell the story of our uh, 4,600 apple farmers and the continuous effort to produce the best apples or our 12 packing houses from where across an international uh, logistics network, our Malena apples reached uh, our partners in more than 20 countries and then finally reach the consumer. So it's, it means many helping hands along the way ensure the availability of food on the shelves. And uh, this way, as mentioned before, we want to valorize the entire food chain, underline the joint effort and send a strong message to consumers that solidarity and cooperation do not know borders and that food connects people. Just in, in practical terms, though, that you know, a, a lot of kind of contact with consumers often comes at the supermarket shelf with tastings and uh, POS material and so on and so forth. And as you said earlier, you know, consumers are trying to get through the store as quickly as possible. There isn't that opportunity. The communication that you were doing then was that you were doing that mostly through radio, TV, printed press, uh, online, social media. Tell me a bit about what you did there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Um, The change in the consumer behavior, especially at the point of sale, made us also change our our communication when it comes to activities at the point of sale with uh, tastings or other activities. Tastings were no longer possible. Uh, Consumers wanted to uh, shop quickly and fast, so you need to reach the consumer through other elements. The packaging is a key element of communication, obviously, uh, but also what you mentioned, we had our international campaign running on uh, national television, uh, on social media. The consumers were at home. They uh, were not going to the cinema, so we had to stop our cinema campaign, uh, but they were listening to radio, so we uh, created new radio spots. It was a, an incredible effort. Uh, it was a lot of work by, by many people, and I'm very grateful for the um, professional work that has been done by, by the team, by agencies, by uh, also partners and uh, suppliers. And all that joint work made it possible that we still could reach the consumers with a strong message and a positive communication to ensure that uh, they get the feeling of um, security and that what brands can offer in these times. They can offer orientation and they can offer a certain sense also of um, normality. Now, a, a, a very basic question, and I'm sure everybody who's listening is asking themselves, what, what difference did this make to your sales? Uh, did you see a growth in sales? Did your sales stay flat? Or in fact, did you see uh, a slower decline in sales, if you will? We saw, especially at the beginning of the crisis in, in March, a, a strong increase or a high request in, in product, especially in uh, fresh fruit and vegetables, and in our case of apples. Uh, we saw that this uh, demand stayed high. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the demand for fresh fruit, for healthy food is, is still high and continues to be high. So overall, we can say that internationally, just not just in Italy, but also in, in other markets as uh, Germany or Spain, Scandinavia, the demand for, for apples continues to, to be high. Mm. Now, uh, the, the, the lockdown uh, 
um, in many countries is, is now slowly being removed. In fact, in, in Italy, you've gone from the start of this week into the so-called phase two, um, where you know people can now go out and uh, meet uh, with their families and uh, so on, because you had a very a very severe lockdown in Italy, um, and it means that most people literally this week are taking in, in Italy their first step out of their homes for the first time in well many many weeks since the start of March. What's the plan now for your marketing? Are you sticking with the same campaign that you've started all those weeks ago? Or do you see then a phase two also to your marketing campaign? Well, you're right. It is the first time for many people to get back to something um, somehow normal, a normal daily life. Uh, And this is also the plan to restart the economy and the daily life, but by adapting to this new situation. Uh, Staying safe and and strong together were a claim that we chose that uh, still has meaning and still continues to be important for our communication. But in marketing, you also have to understand that when you communicate something as a brand, it it can never be something that... uh, you think of or that is not there it should always be something that is true that is real that people can relate to so we will continue our our marketing effort in trying to give positive uh, signals and messages to the consumers by being close to them and by also showing them that uh, we were here yesterday uh, we are here today and we will also be here tomorrow and that jointly and together we will get out of this uh, situation. Mm. Well that's a a very positive note Hannes on which to uh, end our conversation. I'm afraid that's all that we've got time for today on Fruitbox. I was joined down the line today from Italy by Hannes Talber of Fog. Hannes, thanks. It's really great to talk to you. Thank you Chris and uh, your team for having me. Now, you can find today's conversation with Hannes and the many others I'm having here at Fruitbox on our website, fruitnet.com. They can also be found on all the major podcast platforms. Just search for the word Fruitbox. I'm pleased to tell you that our audience continues to grow, and it's great that so many of you are listening in. If you want to feature in a future episode of Fruitbox, then why don't you get in touch with me via my email address, chris at fruitnet.com. While I'm here, I wanted to tell you, don't forget to download our new magazine apps from the App Store or from Google Play. We launched our Fresh Produce Journal app uh, in March, our Asia Fruit app in April, and we are working to get Eurofruit ready later this month in May. They're specially designed to work on your smartphone and tablet and have been developed by the same people behind The Economist, another great magazine. So take a look. I'm sure you'll like them. That was Fruitbox, and this is Chris White. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.